Frustrated that you are required to teach innovative lessons, but don't have the materials to do so? While it does take some thoughtful prep work from the beginning, grant writing is an amazing opportunity to take advantage of as a STEM teacher and gather the materials that you are hoping to use in your classroom with your students. When it comes to grant writing, you want to be strategic in the type of materials that you are writing a grant for and the longevity of that tool and how it's going to impact not just one set of students, but students for many years to come. In this episode, I'll be sharing with you a STEM teacher's success when writing a grant for $1,000 and the things that she did to prepare for this opportunity. Welcome to the Elementary STEM Coach Podcast, a show that'll help you with lesson ideas, systems, and actionable tips to apply to your classroom. I am your host, Naomi Meredith, a former classroom teacher turned current STEM teacher and coach. With over a decade of experience teaching and a master's degree in STEM leadership, I am here to coach you throughout the year to help you gain back more time to create innovative experiences for your students. Grab your earbuds and let's get started. A big benefit of working together with me and other teachers in my group coaching program for STEM teachers is we take a look at your overall lessons and how it fits into a cohesive year-long plan, and we also take an inventory of the supplies that you have and how those things fit together. From there, a really big benefit is that we get weekly live calls together that are customized based on the group needs and also a group chat where we can talk about the topics that are related to the live call or other questions that you have in your STEM space. Now, another thing that we do in the months that we have together in this group coaching program that I haven't talked a whole lot about yet is grant writing. Grant writing actually has a really big impact on your STEM program because you want to use all of these amazing tools for your students. And unless you had a big, huge overhaul and all of this money put forth into your program, more often than not, you have to fit all the puzzle pieces together and figure out how you're going to get materials at certain times and build up to the program of your dreams. Because of the work together in our group coaching program, I actually have as the coach the overall view of where everybody's lessons are at, but also the types of materials and how that can even go into the grant writing process and what to even write a grant for. There was a teacher in my program that I want you to meet, the one who was able to write a successful $1,000 grant for her program. This teacher teaches pre-K, so even the little ones, pre-K through fifth grade STEM twice a week. And like many of you, she is responsible for building up her whole program when it comes to lesson plans, figuring out supplies, and all of the things in between. She had a really great start to her year-long plan and even had some of the things from my K-5 STEM year bundle of lessons but also felt like with the things she had and then didn't have that her lessons were kind of all over the place. So she wanted to create a more cohesive curriculum, which by the end of our program, we were able to do and also add in more structures when it came to STEM stations. 
If you go back to the last episode, 126, you can hear more about the lesson planning that we did as a group and how we integrated materials that the teachers already had and plan an amazing K-5 STEM ocean unit. And we even added in different types of STEM stations. So you can finish this episode and then go back to that one if you haven't checked it out already. Towards the last part of our group coaching program, once we've done the lesson planning, we have our year-long plan figured out and what we're going to be teaching, teachers have the opportunity to work with me when it comes to writing their grant. And this teacher that I'm talking about had a really great program, especially when it came to coding lessons and the tools available for that. But they really needed more things when it came to hands-on coding and robotics. And we know that STEM materials are pricey, especially if you want to invest in things that have a longer shelf life and can be used with a lot of kids, you really want to get high quality materials. Now, the timing of this was absolutely perfect. Grant writing was something we were already going to be working on, but this teacher's principal actually sent a grant opportunity her way to look into. Now, a little caveat to this, this teacher does work in a private school. And so if you are a teacher who's working in a private school, make sure you read the fine print when it comes to the type of grants that you can be eligible for, because every grant has their different rules and regulations and all of that. And I do have other episodes that I'll link in the show notes when it comes to grant writing and other tips and tricks that you can use along the way, as well as some different grants that you can look into to help you get started. So the principal sent her a grant this way, which was funny because this was actually one of the ones that was on my list. And she was thinking about, okay, how can I really make the max effort for this grant? And in my experience being an educator, especially in my K-5 STEM role, I have written a lot of grants. And you really can write a grant for anything. Um, My biggest ones were $1,000, so same amount that this teacher was looking for. And the biggest things when it comes to grant writing is not so much the tool, but how can you create an engaging and innovative experience for the students where it is impacting the students that year, but years beyond, and also thinking about those cross-curricular connections. Now, if you're thinking, okay, great, it doesn't matter about the tool, it kind of doesn't, because let me tell you this, my school needed document cameras. Our document cameras were really old, and these are an essential tool in the elementary space. My teacher, Honey, who teaches high school, doesn't really so much use a document camera, but in elementary, it's super essential. And the ones that we were having were dying. They were bulky. They had 5 million cords and we needed document cameras. Well, honestly, when you talk about it, it doesn't really sound like that innovative of a tool. However, the way that I wrote that grant, I was actually able to get all brand new document cameras to outfit our whole school just by the way that I wrote that grant. So that is one of many that I did in my experience. So really, it's just how you word things and put it all together. When it came down to it with recommendations and looking at her year-long plan and things that would benefit her program, even based on the supplies that she had and didn't have, 
we decided on writing a grant for coding and hands-on materials like robots. The coding materials were things that she could use in STEM stations, which was a big thing that this teacher wanted to do in her year-long plan anyway. And with those STEM stations, you don't have to figure out every single little thing and create it from scratch. There are a lot of great tools out there that lend themselves to STEM stations. So we figured out a couple of things that would work really well for STEM stations. And even if students use them repeatedly over the years, this program actually had different apps where students can progress in different levels. So that was super great and, again, hands-on. And then we also added in some robots so she could build up her collection from there. With us collaborating together and from our live lessons, I was able to help her write a rough draft when it came to the questions for the grant writing. So I definitely recommend when you are writing a STEM grant to figure out what the questions are when it comes to the grant. You might need to create an account. for They're always free to create your account. So create your account, figure out the questions, and then type those out on a document on the side. So when you get to filling out the actual application, you can just copy and paste. Um, I actually was writing a couple grants for something else this morning, and I did the same exact thing. Because a lot of times when it comes to these grants, you can't see ahead what the questions are, or sometimes you can't, like while you're filling it out, like you can't go forwards and backwards. And then sometimes with the grants, it won't save your progress. So if you make an account, see the questions, type up your answers. This can also help you with spell check and everything. Um, The couple grants that I was writing today had a word limit. So I was really limited to a specific amount of words to get all of the information in there. So that is something that we did. Me and this teacher worked together. She added in her own story, which is also really important when you're writing any kind of grant. And if it's a STEM grant, what is the story? Why is this going to have an impact on your students? Who are your students? Why do they need these tools? We, The people who are reading your grants know that the It is expensive, but why is this something that you need? So that is something that her and her principal really worked together once she had that draft that we did together and was able to put forth that information that was very specific to her school. The cool thing about this is that this document is actually available to everybody in the group because those specific things she added in on the side on her own copy, but we were able to brainstorm together as a group different opportunities, different types of grants you could apply for, what are those limits to the type of grants, what are certain materials that would work well, and what are different lesson plans you could plan forward to. There are tons of grants out there. I recommend going even for those smaller grants. You have a better opportunity when it comes to getting those materials, but also be really thoughtful with those things that you were hoping to get. With our time together in our group, this teacher was able to write her first $1,000 grant for these STEM supplies and turn it in way ahead of the timeline. We are hoping to hear back, but the process was so fun and collaborative and really no stress at all because we were able to bounce off and talk about ideas together. 
If this is an area that you definitely need support in, and also when it comes to thinking through your year of lessons, having somebody having that overall picture of what your year can look like, and also taking a deep dive into your supplies and what would work well for lessons, but also what could work ahead in the future, I have some a few spots available in my Stem and Fall group coaching program. The spots are limited, but we have a great time together as we meet for a course of a few months to really help you feel successful in your space and also have that community support that you have always been hoping for in this STEM role. I invite you into this program and would love to work with you. And you can find the information in the show notes or go directly to naomimeredith.com slash STEM into fall. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Elementary STEM Coach Podcast. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Naomi Meredith underscore or send me an email to elementarystemcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Also, make sure to check out my website, naomimeredith.com to see all the show notes from today's episode and shop my K-5 STEM resources. Any questions you have, needs for resources, or ideas for episodes, get in touch. I'll talk to you soon.